You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com. Welcome to Super Eric and Bros, recorded on April 19th, 2020. I am your host, Dirk, and with me is my co-host, Stev. How you doing, buddy? Hi, buddies. I'm mm. doing just fine. Oh, now, buddy, now, I understand that uh, a certain Fallout 76 has come to Steam now. Did you get any time with that one? Oh, yes, I did, and I'm going to have to talk about it, don't I? Oh, yes. Oh, boy. Tell us, buddy. Oh. Oh, God. Okay. So, remember when I talked about having Fallout 76 on the uh, on the Bethesda launcher? Yeah. Well, I had it, and I did a little thing that most people didn't know, that you could uh, mix your Steam account and your Bethesda account in order to, you know, make sure that you're able to still talk to friends and still bring up the Steam overlay if you want to. Sure. Uh and um i tried playing it for a while this was back when i had a fairly shittier computer so it was lagging like no other or it was just unoptimized i don't really know what exactly is happening there i i believe the unoptimization thing but i put it down mainly because i kind of got a little bored with it because i had to keep fighting server lag actual lag and it just wasn't fun for me right but most recently, if you owned Fallout 76 on the Bethesda launcher and you have a Steam account that you linked it with, you could pick up Fallout 76 to play on Steam for free as well as two other games that you can actually pick up, Fallout 1, 2, and Tactics. So now I also have those three games on my Steam account. Those are going to be fun to kind of go through. I hope that they haven't just disappeared. But uh, we'll 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 see. I guess I got other things I got to be dealing with. So just recently, I booted up Fallout seventy six, and I'm looking around, and I'm and I'm playing the game, and it's doing okay. It's not as it's 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 not as obnoxious as it was on opening day. It it played just like how I'd expect a Fallout game, but. The more I started playing things, the more I began to realize that this is this really isn't this really isn't fun. So what I mean by that is that server lag still hella exists. If another player is still logged on and you're trying to get a key to get out of a place that you're stuck in, you're SOL because you can't pick up that key anymore because it's logged to the quest it's it's logged to the quest leader which means that if somebody spawns in does the quest and then just kind of afks somewhere in the map you can't do anything with the keys which means you're stuck or you have to go through rat infested area to uh, 
try and get back up to uh, regular people land, I guess. I don't know. Uh, for about an hour and a half, I had a box with the flare following me. As in, it would just keep dropping from the sky. <laughs> okay. Just keep. Yeah, it, it would spawn in a dungeon that I was trying to run through. It would just exist in my area. And That's I had no. Bizarre. Yeah, that, I, I have the screenshots of it. Uh, fuck, let's see here. But yeah, I, I have screenshots of this thing. I'll, I'll probably be posting on the Facebook page. And uh, it's just, oh God, I could not. Just every single time I thought that something would actually go right, it just didn't. Uh, enemies would lag up or they would just disappear or just appear out of nowhere. Um, I had a level 76 uh, raider just appear out of nowhere, wipe out the wipe out the super mutant in camp, but then I wanted to go and kill, and I didn't get any loot or experience from it. And when he finally did die, his body just immediately disappeared into the void. So I had that going for me. Okay. Uh, if enemies try and climb up a 45 degree angle of any kind, it will it'll do that stupid i'm walking on a flat surface but right now i am glitching up and down for some reason because i stepped i stepped on a rock or something so that messes you up especially since you can't reliably use vats vats is annoying as hell to uh fucking try and use in that game yeah what i every time i looked at some footage i was using vats i had no idea how that was supposed to work in the first place it's okay. So the way that they the way that they want people to uh, the the way that people want us to uh, use vats is that when you press the vats key, you uh, it it just immediately puts up the it, it immediately puts up the thing like the vats overlay or something like that, and it gives you a a percentage that you're going to be hitting instead of just having to you know, point the gun and shoot, right? This one, it just auto-aims for you. And it is slightly obnoxious. It is very disorienting if you don't know what you're exactly you're doing. And it's also worthless in my opinion. I'm just right. going to shoot you. Also, you there is still limb damage, so I don't know why the VAT system is still there. Simply because you can't, you know, shoot other people's arms or legs or head in the VAT system, which is the only reason I wanted to use it in order to pick off uh, like different items on robots. But I guess I can't really do that with the VAT system, so I just I'll, I'll manually aim it instead. And it's just oh golly mighty, it 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 was obnoxious. Okay, so the uh, the reviews in Steam. You did mention about uh, wanting to talk about that for a moment, too. Yeah. So right now, what you'll look at the all positives sort of thing. Uh, you'll see that this game is mostly positive, but right now it's getting a a very hard C right now. So, some, some of these, it sounds like they are just sucking Bethesda's dick. They they keep talking about how it's how it's good now how it's 
good and stuff like this. Don't worry about it. Anyone else who says otherwise is a troll. And then you immediately kind of look down and you're just noticing that the game is all right, but it'd be better if the servers were more, you know, fuck, what's the word for it? Uh, consistent working. <laughs> yeah. Not on fire. And so all of these things, <clears throat> the game itself is not very, it, it's not bad. But when it comes down to server things and entities and sometimes the AI just all of a sudden shitting itself, it's bad. Like, it's horrifically bad. Mm -hmm. uh, so I have a uh, I have a review up right now and I'm going to here. Here is here. So so it's not recommended. It's at 23 hours right now. Which is actually 20 hours more than I've played. Well, Wastelanders adds actual stuff to do. Unfortunately, game is still full of bugs. NPCs get stuck. Quests will get stuck. NPCs stand inside objects. You can talk through walls. When the game crashes uh, in the middle of a quest, it will reset the entire quest. The engine is not made for a game, and it is old as fuck. I would not recommend buying this game. The microtransaction and the list is very large. I don't want to list all. Uh, the pluses he has is the world feels more alive. There's something to do finally, but I don't really know what I want to do. Okay, well, that, those last two parts are kind of dumb, but I, I'm going to add on to this list. And we're going to start with the microtransaction shit. So when it comes down to microtransactions, uh, it's mainly for cosmetic items. Hopefully, I didn't really go through the entirety of the store, and I was kind of afraid to. But I looked over, and I opened up. Uh, I opened up a little bit of the store, and I just kind of noticed that it was. Oh God, this is this is not very good. A lot of these aren't very good. And it's 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 things from extra storage space to just immediately getting better rataways to repairing for free, it, repairing better than free, which basically adds more durability to your weapons, all for the low, low price of five dollars. Uh, fuck. Let's see here. What's the other ones? Um, You can get free armor off the store. You can get a free bag off the store. Uh, you can get better items just in general off the store using atoms, spending some of your money to do so. It is uh, not very good. And uh, I honestly would not recommend pick, uh, picking up Fallout 76, especially since I found this out yesterday. Let's see here. Fallout first. I'm going to pull this up real fast. So what what are your thoughts on this so far? Durkham? Well, so let's see. When did this game come out? It came out. Wasn't it in autumn 2018? I think so. Let me double check. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, it came out in autumn 2018. And then Jesus Christ. So come this autumn, it's going to be two years old. And it's still in this kind of terrible condition. That's Jesus that's yeah, fucked, it's, man. Yeah, it's it's annoying. Like you remember? Do you remember what Elder Scrolls Online was like when it first came out? Oh, it was it was buggy as shit, and 
uh, kind of not fun depending on how you were trying to play the game, but you know, Bethesda still stuck with it and then eventually it became more playable. And, and now for me, it's fun, but this is after Bethesda was able to put the work into it to make sure that this was a product that people would be wanting to pay their money for fallout city six. Just, it feels so abandoned despite being placed into steam. Finally, it feels, yeah. it, it just feels like the bastard child of Bethesda. Yeah. So it is very obnoxious how they immediately. Okay. I hate that Bethesda immediately thought to themselves, how are we going to make more money off of this game? Uh, let's put it on Steam so that way people can think that it's good. That way people that don't know what exactly Fallout 76 is and loved the old Fallout games, they're just going to immediately jump into the game and uh, not really know why people aren't liking it. They'll jump on in and they'll get very confused as to why people are giving it a bad rap. I think this is kind of scummy because I, I know that Bethesda was losing money on this game. So they had to they had to throw it to Steam so that way people could act uh, so that way they could get more gullible gamers in. Gamers that did not know what Fallout 76 was. Well, yeah, I mean it, it's it, business is or the act of trying to get customers is is like a funnel. And so like it's not going to capture everybody that they need to by using the the Bethesda launcher, it eventually needed to come to Steam. Just like EA games eventually have to come back to Steam because not everybody wants to use the Origin uh, launcher. Of course, and my experiences with the Bethesda with the Bethesda launcher were not very good. It kept crashing on me. It uh, also would just freeze up sometimes. So uh, I'm not going back to Bethesda. I'm just going to be using Steam from now on. It's the same thing for the Epic Store because now that I'm starting to run into that problem too. Oh, with the Epic Store? Yeah. How so? It it just does not want to open some days. So uh, yeah, I have to deal with that now. Oh, because I use that to play Magic the Gathering. Oh, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's go ahead and move on to the next uh, topic idea here. Or sorry, let's go ahead and move on to the next subject. So in Kotaku. Jason Schreier has has left the ship. And Whoa. this is uh, due to the uh, the higher ups that Kotaku goes through. And it, it seems like what happened to Kotaku is the same thing that happened to Deadspin. Uh, are you aware of what happened with Deadspin? Uh, no, I am not. So Deadspin had a political problem just like Kotaku has. And the owners of Deadspin told them, hey, no, stop it with the political shit. Just talk about sports. And so you can see the same thing is happening uh, for Kotaku and, and them being told like, hey, no, keep the politics out. Just talk about video games. Well, Jason Schreier, who has a bad habit of using his, his journalistic platform to poo-poo on other people that have different political opinions than him. And, uh, well, he decided, nope, not anymore. I I'm not going to take this oppression of my uh, political stances here, and I I'm just going to get the hell out of here. And you know what? 
I, I am very happy for Kotaku for this, actually. I'm very happy because this could mean that maybe something positive can be changed within their ship. I don't... Hmm. Now, it will, don't get me wrong here, though. I'm not saying, like, this... I'm not saying that Kotaku is going to improve. I'm just saying this could be an opportunity for things to move in a better direction. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Every once in a while, they will... They'll, they'll actually write legitimate articles. Yeah. I yeah. will read it when I'm on the bathroom. I won't read it when I'm off the bathroom, but it's just... Mm, I don't really know how I'm liking this because fucking this Jason guy's... I never really liked him because just remember, he he sounds like an asshole. Uh, he is a complete asshole, but he's also someone that would use things like uh, auto, like uh, automatic block bots. So upper uh, echelon games actually did a video about Kotaku and uh, talked about how that they, he noticed that people who followed upper echelon games on Twitter were automatically being blocked by Jason Schreier. And so, you know, you want to do things that are going to just divide the fan base and, you know, create outsiders for this business that needs to, to get as many clicks as possible. I don't understand why you would do that. Like, even if, even if I'm angry reading a Kotaku article it's still a click for them. I think that's why most people just don't want to pay attention to Kotaku all that much. And it's people are starting to pick up on it and they're just saying that this is the end. Jason was the last good thing that was actually in the, that was actually in the fucking game. I mean, in, in fucking Kotaku and it's just, yeah, I, uh, mm. I mean, okay. I don't want for people to further get me wrong about this. Like Schreier has done some good here and there, but let's just say there's a reason that Kotaku was not uh, given passes for certain gaming events. I'll just oh, put Jesus. it that way. Yeah. Um, but do you have any predictions for the, the uh, news site from here? Ah, uh, I don't, I don't really know because I just kind of, I, I looked up, I looked up Kotaku on Wikipedia just so that way I can kind of get a good old look at this sort of thing that's happening right now. Uh, and I kind of looked on down and I see that the subreddit of our Kotaku in action became a hug of uh, blah, blah, blah. It's creator attempted to shut it down, claiming it has become viral cancer reinstated. It. Okay. Uh, never mind. I thought that was Kotaku. Never mind. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Jesus. Oh, I guess somebody tried to shut down Kotaku, but it was too big to die. <laughs> well, it was. It, it it feels like it was. I mean, uh, like Gawker, their previous owners, had to get body slammed by the, the Hulkster in order to go down. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, this is, this is kind of crazy. I didn't think I would really see this happening. But... Let's go ahead and move on to the last subject of the night, and that is a uh, an article from TaiwanNews.com.w, China to ban online gaming, chatting with foreigners outside Great Firewall. So this is not a very lengthy article, so I'm going to hurry up and go through this. Yeah. 
After blocking a popular Nintendo game, Animal Crossing, the Chinese Communist Party, CCP, is taking its political censorship to the extreme by disconnecting Chinese online gamers from their guildmates outside China. On April 10th, China banned the popular social simulation video game in which gamers can create a home and interact with cute animal villagers owing to Hong Kong pro-democracy activist Joshua Wong, revealing a customized scene in the game which reads Free Hong Kong and mocks Chinese leader Xi Jinping. Several other players were also found leveraging the game to vent their discontent with a CCP and making satirical content related to the CCP's failure to tackle the virus. The communist regime is said to have noticed an authority vacuum in online multiplayer games, in which enables people to freely socialize without monitoring. Local metropolises are scrambling to draft laws to expand the scope of online censorship in video games and even prohibit gamers from meeting and chatting with people on the other side of the Great Firewall, according to LTN, which cited news from a Chinese game forum. One player, Online Games, will also be subject to surveillance, as a new real-name mechanism is going to be implemented in China. Also, the new law will not allow for zombies and plagues, map-editing, role-playing, as well as organizing a union in games. Regulations are, which are believed to be inspired by the sensitive content made by Joshua Wong. As the CCP's audacious global propaganda campaign to silence critics abroad and to defend its fallibility fails to work out, the new law is expected to block Chinese people from learning how the world is reacting to Beijing's handling of the outbreak and subsequent cover-ups. Other rules under the new law are less political. They include an online gaming curfew, 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. for gamers under the age 18 and a maximum amount of money they are allowed to spend on games to combat internet addiction. Oh my god. Alright, so I said this before, but the Iron Curtain's coming up, lads. (laughs) I mean, the 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 Iron Curtain is going down right now. And it's just, oof. This is what this is what an oppressive government will do in order to make sure people people stay stupid. This is what this is exactly what they do in order to make sure that people stay stupid. They will take away everything that they can in order to make sure that they uh in order to make sure that their government will, you know, stay alive and that way no one can actually fight them. Yeah. Like information is the biggest way to make sure that uh that these oppressive governments are uh thrown for a loop. And you will immediately make them very anxious whenever you start getting all of this information out because they know for a fact that if you get all of this information out uh you're just i mean people are going to start learning that you know the government's not that good apparently god who fucking knew yeah i mean i'm pretty sure the there's a gigantic chunk of the of the chinese people that understand their government is 
is uh, hurting them in so many ways. But you still do have uh, plenty of of Chinese nationalists or people that are defending the Chinese government in whatever ways they can, uh, including people in the United States and in Canada as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like Stockholm syndrome in a way. And I here's the thing though. I'm not sure if I would even be able to know what it's like because what what their government is going to do is try to make sure that the uh, the people think that any kind of censorship is either unknown or looked at as as for their own good. In other words, uh, like North Korea in the way that it it censors it censors in a, in a way that completely changes your outlook on the rest of the world because all you see is what is given to you by the North Korean government. Mm-hmm. It's um, God, it's gross. It's really gross. So, okay. So on April 10th, China banned the popular social simulation video game, uh, animal crossing. So, uh, all because a, a customized scene reading free Hong Kong and mocking Winnie the Pooh. Like that's all it takes. That's all it takes. Every single time I look over at it, over at China, they just get obnoxious. It's just, Oh God, China stop, please. I'm asking nicely. Stop it. So let's, let's look at something that's also really silly. Uh, so the new law will not allow for zombies. So, like, no games like Left 4 Dead, uh, no Call of Duty zombie shooters. And I think this has to do with the censorship of violence. Like, do you do you have any idea how how heavily they censor violence there? Uh, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I actually have no idea how... Uh how much they actually censor violence over there. I know that they censor certain non uh, propagandic uh, messages. So like if you speak out against the regime, you kind of get thrown into the gutter, but I don't really know anything else about that, about uh, other censorship, I guess. Well, it's, it's actually pretty common. It's extremely common for a a lot of media that comes from uh, Europe, Japan, America, Canada to get, censored for its violence in in China. So, and and then the the censoring plagues. Now, I'm trying to think... But you have a plague. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think if there's another reason besides the coronavirus that uh, China would would censor plagues. They're going to make another one. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, Map editing. So, with the map editing... Uh, I, I guess I can okay. I can see why the the government is going to censor that because that's what's going to allow you to uh, perhaps like l- let's say if you're you're naming a map, you can name it something like Free Hong Kong, um, or or something about Winnie the Pooh. Now, role playing. Uh, do you have any I, I, any guess as to why role playing is not going to be allowed? Uh, sometimes. A GM will put in a political statement in their games. It's not very often, but they will do it. So that way they can, you know, learn 
that way people uh, that way their uh, their people can kind of go through uh, basically role play out how they think they could they would deal with the situation that's basically how, how it would turn into i guess but uh, <laughs> there's also the idiot in me that thinks that the only reason that they're actually banning role-playing games is because it is western filth and if that turns out to be true i uh i'm gonna lose it <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that's going to be the case. I mean, if it's something that is able to make China money and does not go against what they would want to censor, I mean, why not? I mean, what Riot Games, weren't they based in America? Uh, They were based in, well, they are based in America, but they also have subsidiaries. I mean, they're also owned by uh, Tencent, I think. Yeah. But yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, China realized, like, yeah, hey, this League of Legends thing is is able to make us shitloads of money and it did and it still does yeah and they can't win at their own fucking game now either why do you say that because the chinese are not very good at video games <laughs> <laughs> so I, how do you think this is going to turn out like um what do you think is going to happen from here God, I actually have no idea now that you start thinking about it. Now that I start thinking about it, I'm so happy I don't live in China. So am I. I mean, especially if they're going to have things like an online gaming curfew from 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. That's so okay. That's so bizarre to me. Like, if I want to play World of Warcraft at, uh, you know, all through you know, past midnight, then, then I should have every ability to do so as long as the servers are running. So now maybe, maybe they're doing this because, um, they're, they're afraid that people are going to try to try to collaborate during those curfew hours when everyone else is asleep. I'd believe it. Yeah. Well, but that's me spitballing with with where this is going and so this is claimed to be combating internet addiction now by the way this curfew is also for gamers under the age of 18 so but i i doubt that they're they're going to um enforce it to to just players who are 18 or like 18 or under like i'm pretty sure they're gonna flex those muscles on people that are over uh, over the age of 18. Oh, God, yeah. It just... <sighs> Shit sucks. <laughs> Shit does Every... suck. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that this is going to be, like, for people under under the 4chan you know, forums and, uh, and Reddit, like, we know what's up, we know what's going on here, but outside of those walls it it feels like nobody is going to be knowing that this is going on every single time that i try to fucking think that maybe maybe china will start getting a little bit but no 2020 is just not their year no 2020 is the year where they just keep just getting fucked up yeah i i wonder what it's going to take to make some change happen for the uh, the chinese government like I wonder what kind of revolution that the country's going to need. I hope it happens. Yeah. But 
anyways, I, I think we've drained what we could as far as this topic goes. Then, are there is there anything you want to mention about it? Uh, actually, no, I have not. All right. So, uh, with that, let's go ahead and wrap this up, uh, guys. Thank you very much for listening in. And if you want to support us, we have a couple ways. Uh, first of all. Give us a like on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash arrogantmedia. And we have patreon.com slash arrogantmedia. For $5 per month, you get access into the Discord server that we run. We have also been doing bonus episodes. In fact, last week we did a couple of them, put them out on the Patreon so that anybody who is uh, donating, sorry, that is donating through there can listen in. And we are grateful for everybody that has been chipping in. So thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. And until next time, what's that? Fall damage. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I did it. I did the memes. <laughs> I did it. Fuck you, Dirk. <laughs> I finally got to do it. Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network. <laughs>